And we're back. This is part two of my interview with Lina Mahmoud. <laughs> Let's go. Jazzy? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so um, last year, you went from being a signed artist to an independent artist. And not, not too many people understand the, the, the big implications behind it. Not too many people understand what that really signifies in terms of your creative output, what you can and cannot do. But just for our, our listeners and viewers to understand a bit is signed artists have a record label. They have distribution. They have publication. They have everything under, under their belt. Right? They have tools. They have more tools. They have more possibilities to get their music out there. Um, they have more resources. They have more budget. And that's a great thing to have as an artist because a company is basically loaning you some money to make something creative out of it. And then as soon as that creative output starts making money, you give back that loan. And then everything after that, either you make as a percentage or you 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 own completely depending on what deal you get and a lot of artists have uh, these um like their art their music their songs a lot of your favorite artists ladies and gentlemen don't own their songs they don't own their music once they're signed to Taylor Swift story yeah absolutely Taylor Swift ask Taylor yeah. <laughs> just ask Taylor Swift just ask her so yeah so they don't own their music they they have these files they're, they're working files called masters and they, they don't own them anymore they go completely to the record label so when you are independent you don't have as many tools as a signed artist mm -hmm. but you own your art own your art in every you possible own way. it at a hundred and two hundred percent you own every single part of your process your music videos your songs your your uh collaborators they own their music they can do whatever they want as well with the collaboration that you've done with them so you recently went and took that shift, which is a very brave shift. So can you tell us a bit about it? Tell us a bit about, first of all, how was it, like, how was that creative change? Like, not creative, how was that strategic change? How did that happen in your head? And then, and then how, how were you able to, like, what, what prompted this decision? Oh, wow. Okay, uh, one of the things that you were saying about owning everything, um, you also, when you are independent, you own all the creative process. Yes. Meaning, when you are a signed artist, labels and um, managers tend to, to try to get you in a certain formula uh, because they are the ones putting the money the resources, the connections, and they want whatever you're doing to succeed and for you to be on the highway. But many times when you yourself don't have the, um, the knowledge of what you want to do as an artist and what is the main direction that you want to be um, committing, it's really hard because you try to fit yourself in and do whatever they tell you and then you will 
feel that you are not fulfilling any of the potential that you have. And the thing I fear the most is unfulfilled potential. That's like my biggest fear, living with an unfulfilled potential. And that's the reason why I had to give up on all the, um, the great things that come with being a side artist. Yeah. I was willing to give it all up just to find my true voice, to find my true um, worth as an artist. Um, and yeah, that, that's like the main reason. Like, who am I if, even if I'm like super successful all around the world, even if I'm making all my dreams come true, if I go home or go off stage and I feel like I'm not full inside, mm -hmm. what the hell is that worth? You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And in something so, so simple as Young Project, which really like, I needed zero resources to get it done. Um, I felt so full in the whole yeah. process. And it was amazing. It was a great lesson to me that I have to do my own thing, to stick to my own, um, I don't know, this gut feeling on the inside. Absolutely, inside. your instinct. Trusting your, instinct, your, 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 trust yourself. The, instinct, the, the, the artistic instinct and, and create something out of nothing. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, so on, on that note, how has this project, how has it, has it, or maybe, maybe it hasn't, but has it maybe shifted the way you now perceive songwriting? as a process because you were talking about like owning that process but now all of a sudden with yom the process is different right it's yeah. it's such an, a different way to write a whole project let alone like not just one song right? it was careless i didn't have any strategy i didn't have any business strategy uh, i was just doing it um, and that was this thing that i love most about being independent like in 2020, I released 13 songs, 10 of them amongst the um, Young Project and three other singles. And they were all like discussing something from my real life. Um, and I promised myself that I will not think about uh, the business effects. I will yeah. just make music. I will just put it out there no matter how many streams, how many views, whatever. I just have to put it out there. And that's what I've been doing. And fortunately, um, people have been liking it. And um, it's giving me even more strength to keep going and to keep fulfilling, you know, my, um, my full potential. <laughs> Absolutely. That's beautiful. So, so like the, the process in itself. Yeah. Do you see yourself like twisting the pro the songwriting process more maybe in the future, or or would you go back to like now maybe? Um, I know this question is like very interviewee, but like, uh, <laughs> would you see yourself maybe later on uh, doing different types of challenges or different types of of projects that also bend sort of the rules of of songwriting? Um. 
I don't know if I would make more challenge uh, challenges as this one because it was a really tough thing to do. Um, but definitely, like in my in my uh, writing process, I usually like sit here in my room and I say, okay, I have this idea. Let's work on it. If it goes, it goes. If it doesn't, I drop it. I'm the kind of person, usually artists have like a million of songs, you know, hitting inside of a drawer. I'm not one yeah, of them. I can't relate. <laughs> I can't relate with that. <laughs> no, like I can tell if it's going to be a good one. Like if I'm here, you know, just whatever, four chords, and I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Okay, you keep doing this. And I start recording on my phone and I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And a few hours later, I listen to it. If I say it has potential, then I stick to it, I finish it, I record it, and I release it. Yeah. And I can tell it has potential or not. So um, I don't know if, 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 my, um, if the process of creation would be changing, but the thing is, one thing is for sure, that um, you don't have to take things too seriously. Seriously. Absolutely. Like this project taught me that I don't have to think things um, too much, overthink them. Because I usually yeah. overthink a lot. I'm a cancer. So I, what I do is I overthink. Uh, <laughs> and the own project just, I didn't think at all. It just happened. Yeah. It just happened. It flowed. It flowed through you. It was honest. It was, uh, it was based on your instinct. And I feel like this is, this is what... Um, this is what a lot of people um, trust, right? And and it, it's their instinct. It's their gut feeling. And as artists, I feel like that feeling that you get when you start writing a song or when you start composing or playing or whatever, yeah. that is your instinct. So um, basically, so when you when you write a project like like Yom, like Yom project, um, I feel like the more you write, the more that instinct of you like playing and listening to your chords, listening to the melodies and all of that and, and practicing, it only reinforces, well, not only, but in very high part, reinforces that instinct that you have as an artist, Correct. right? And this is where you decide that, okay, yeah, this is a great thing that I have and this is a bad thing that I have. But obviously, like at the beginning of your career or any artist's career, it takes years of practice. It takes so much practice to develop that instinct. And yeah. telling, telling yourself like, yeah, this is a great song, but in the end could not be a great song because... Exactly, exactly. It depends. Yeah, years of, of experience and years of listening to stuff and years and digging in inside yourself and inside your own, you know, sound and style and stuff. So yeah, it takes years to, to point out what is going to work and what is not. What is not, absolutely. So when you write... Um, and then uh, we're going to get closer like to the end of the interview, but I do want to talk about two small aspects about the project. So when you write a song or when you write a project, do you ever think about the outcome or do you ever think about like, yeah, people are going to love this one or like... Okay, let me tell you a secret. Usually um, when I write something, if I feel on the first verse that like if I imagine people singing it along like this is my cue on knowing that it is it is a good song that's the one yeah yeah 
Like I have this kind of thing. I, I have no idea why it happens, but usually like every song that I start like, you know, just picking chords and singing the first, the first verse, if it's good, I really imagine people singing along with me, like crowds singing along with me. And I say, okay, that's a good direction. Let's keep yeah that's such a cool process because uh, like every artist has a different type of process some some artists write and they don't care some artists write and they think to themselves yeah this is like this is right down my lane this is my lane this is what i like to do yeah. and that's your sound and that's that's how you made these lyrics that that you found your own that's how they they worked with you is because you also listen to them and and you have that that process so exactly. that's cool exactly. Now, going back to the lyrics, you have a lot of uh, girl power in this, uh, yes. this album. <laughs> so let's let's spill the tea. Let's go. Let's let's talk about this. So you have over over the ten tracks, eight of them are written by female writers. So what does that like? Was it a conscious decision? What 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 does it represent to you? Um. To be honest, I didn't realize um, this thing only after I finished the whole thing. And I was making the uh, writer's IDs and I was like, wow, there's only two guys in all, the, uh, in all the album. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Let's do this like statistics. Eight out of 10 are females who don't have a previous... A previous you know um experience previous experience in writing yeah. um most like one of them is 15 one of them is 17 two of them are 18 um that's beautiful that's four one of them is a grandmother which oh is God. like uh, i don't know how old she is she never told me but i i believe you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, she passed that age of asking, like, how old are you? Like, <laughs> like, like at that, that point. They had them like, all, you know, because I needed to have ages. their, you know, approval. And if they were, yeah. you know, if they weren't legal yet, I had to have their parents' approval. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, the amazing thing is that three of them are high school uh, students. Wow. The rest are university students. And it's just incredible. Um, because none of them ever imagined that they would write something and that it would be out and especially not as a song that people yeah. would be singing mm -hmm. um, and they have amazing stories like 10 stories I love the guys too uh, even though I'm a girl, I'm a feminist, but, but <laughs> I <appreciate laughs> equality <laughs> and, I and I appreciate really all the songs. Um, 10 amazing stories and 10 different stories. Like one of them is wrote text um, at the memorial, the fifth memorial of her late father. One of them was going through the biggest fight of her life, fighting cancer. Um, wow. One was like celebrating the love and relationship she's been in for 10 years. Um, and yeah, like incredible stories and really different stories. But what does the fact that eight out of 10 of the writers are females? Um, I think that maybe I 
found myself in their decks. Yeah. Um, and for the first time in my life, I felt like, okay, there is a girly community that I might belong in. Because my entire life, I was very tomboy. Um, I was into football. Um, but, you know, I was maintaining, like, you know, an image of a girly girl. But deep inside, I was a tomboy. Um, so, yeah, this time, like I said, okay, I have so much in common with girls and women in all ages. And I freaking love that. I love the empowerment. I love how powerful they are. I love how they express their feelings and thoughts. And I am so proud of them because it's not easy. Like one of the girls is 17. She's from Gaza. She's from Gaza. And she wrote like the sassiest, uh, badass song. Um, like, you know, and I was like, no, yeah. like, I must get to know this girl. And we had like this live stream on Instagram and she's like the coolest. Um, That's so cool. That's so cool. Like, honestly, honestly, the fact that you had so many, like, like a diverse, still, still yet diverse crowd right to you, like from different ages, different walks of life, yeah. different experiences. That's so cool that it really shows that we're we're all able to like really relate on the simplest of things and on the we like the, church. Church. we can yeah. find something to relate to. yeah definitely. yeah definitely. absolutely so that's that's beautiful i, I love this this is like uh, this project keeps getting better and better and i like <laughs> i'm geeking out right now like it's it's so cool that you're able to, to 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 put this together and still do it and still put it off so gracefully and so like with with that simplicity so amazing job lena uh my last question is what, what is, is next for lena what is next well we'll have to wait and see because i have no clue but what i do know is yeah. that i'm going to maintain the special bond i have with my audience um and i want them all to know that an artist is nothing without them without the ears nothing like i can be singing all day long and releasing music all day long and if no one listens to them on the other side it's pointless so um i'm going to keep um, my promise to my audiences that i'm going to keep being loyal to myself yeah and to them and that's that's the only thing i know other than that we'll have to we'll have to wait and see <laughs> <laughs> as we say here <laughs> so uh so great lena um thank you so much for being on uh, the wake-up call and uh we like personally i would love to see like what's what's yet to come from you in terms of music for your future and all of that so on that note ladies and gentlemen you can listen to lena's music including the yom uh, project that's hashtag yom project on all streaming platforms is that correct that's and uh, and uh, you can also stay uh, up to date on lena's uh, instagram lena makul it's makul but like l-i-n-a <laughs> 
I think it's edgy. I like it. Like it's it, it's a cool it's a cool edge to it. So L I N A M A K O U L. Um, so that's her that's her Instagram account. Lena, thank you so much. Um, like I wish you the best of luck in 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 life and in your future and in your career. You're still a young artist. Still like pushing forward still trying to find the boundaries of your creativity and trying to be as honest as you can and as as relatable and as close to your audience as you said and loyal to your audience as you can and i commend you for this and commend you for this move and Again, shout out to your your homegirls for keeping you in check, <laughs> and, <laughs> and shout out to um, to all ten writers of the own project. Without you, this wouldn't have been the project that it is. And uh, really, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. We can't wait to have you uh, again later in the future, ladies and gentlemen. This was the wake up call on Sunny Side Up with Lina Mahul. The time is now. Tune in next Friday for more. <laughs> you were listening to Wake Up Call with Carl. Brought to you by The Private Club. Healthy body, healthy mind.